Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Terrace. I'm Rachel. And I'm Teresa. And this is Terra Astralis. Welcome now, back. <laughs> welcome back. You may have heard our update, and if you haven't, then that's cool. Basically, in the update, we were explaining why we haven't been uploading for the past two months. If you want to know about that, go ahead, check the update. But if not, then Here stay tuned for the murder. <laughs> yep. Murder? Are we doing a murder case? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I didn't want to overcrowd the this episode with all of that business that we have so yeah if you do want to know that then go listen to that otherwise it doesn't matter but you may know that we have different sounding audio mm-hmm. because we have a new setup and it's pretty dang cool i'm eating chocolate at the moment sorry <laughs> <laughs> she's really enjoying herself i really am i came in with a chocolate bar and she just grabbed it and she's like wait is this mine <laughs> yes it's <laughs> I wouldn't dare walk in the room with chocolate if it wasn't for you. (laughs) Am I really that person? (laughs) That's fine. I mean, that's a better person to be than a lot of other people. I mean, at least it's not cocaine. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it. Hmm. We are also um, drinking during this episode. Shall we say what we're drinking? I'm drinking a vodka carissa in bold berry. Would you like another one? Maybe. I mean, I'm almost empty, but at the same time, I don't want to be hammered for this episode. I mean, I won't be hammered, but like, I'd like to stay. I'd like to stay somewhat sober. That's fair enough. Yeah. I'm drinking very cheap and very low alcohol content wine. So, it's literally got three standard drinks in an entire bottle. I mean, it was eight dollars. So. Yeah, but my usual eight dollar wine is a little bit more punchy than that. Yeah, I was going to say. I I only drink $8 wine. Yeah, but I've gotten like $5 wine for the same amount, so. Yeah. We did get it from a pub, though. Oh, it was so great, though. Oh, my God. The fucking guy from in there. Mm. He was fucking funny. We got hit on by, like, a very tipsy, what, like, 40-year-old man. He was fucking funny. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, it was. Made my night. (laughs) Made us laugh. (laughs) Anyway. I said that we weren't going to do a long intro, and we already did. It's so, not like it's 15 episodes, 15 episodes, 15 minutes. Yeah, that How long is it? Is it like, like three minutes. Yeah, it's fine. We're all right. We'll be all right. Um, you may also notice that there's ads in here. We are trying to um, make a damn lemon. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Let us be. <laughs> we only get like a few cents, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. The more people who listen to these ads, though, the more money we get. So, it kind of like YouTube. If you watch the ads... The, the 
creator gets money, more money. Um, so support us. Even if you just want to re-listen to this episode just for the ads, go to town. Go right ahead. Shower or like you know. Yeah. Go take a poop. Just put it on. (laughs) Some murder in the background. Fuck yeah. Look. (sighs) There's worse things to be addicted to than again cocaine. Yeah. I think we should get into this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Very interesting. You're going to be so conflicted. I think I need oh, to. I think I remember you talking about this one where like, I, I won't say anything, but like, I think I remember you talking about this case. Yeah. Sorry if you heard me just shuffling. I'm trying to get the laptop in a place where I'm not looking away from the mic. At the same time, these mics are really, really good. So Yeah. I feel like that's less of a problem we have to focus on like it was for the other mic we were using. that was very bad. But, um... That setup wasn't the best. Very grateful to my little brother, by the way. It's just not meant for podcasting. No. But very grateful still that he let us borrow it for that long. I mean, it's better than us starting recording on, like, a camera. Like a... Like a... A phone. A phone recorder. Or, like, a laptop. Yeah. Yeah. It could be worse. It It could be worse. It started worse. I feel like we're very lucky. Oh, like, yeah. Like, we're only a few months into this and we've already got two Blue Yeti mics. Yes. And a laptop each. Thank so, we're God very lucky. For Afterpay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to be talking about the case of Jesse Madison Holton. Is she um, the victim or the murderer? He. Oh. Is. He. You'll decide. Really? Okay. Oh, oh right. Yes. Whether okay. he's the victim or the murderer. Um, Oh, so Jesse Madison Holton went by Madison. His dad had the same name, so um, they, from what I can see, they both went by their middle names. I guess okay to not get confusing, right? But um, yeah. So Jesse Madison Holton went by Madison, right? Now, Jesse Madison Holton was born and raised in eclectic Alabama, which that name is so cool. Eclectic, eclectic. Yeah, eclectic. Is it also is it eclectic or eclectic? Eclectic. Okay. It's going to be tongue twisted to say. In yes. Alabama. And he was the eldest of three sons to his parents, April and Michael Holton. April, Di- April Diane Owen B. Holton, born December 24th, 1978, and Jesse Michael Holton, born June 3rd, 1979, met when they were both seniors in high school. So these are his parents. Cute. Also, I could not find Madison's birth date for the life of me. Really? I looked oh. so many places and I spent so long. There are trying so to find many cases day. that like I've briefly looked into and been like, wow, there's nothing on them, not even like a birthday. Oh, do you know what I realized? What? I could have found his birth year. Because I know what age he was when You're he a got dickhead. Do yeah. you want me to do the math? No, that's okay. I okay. don't think it really matters. Um you know how old he is. Like I'll tell you how old he is when it all went down anyway. Okay. I still wouldn't have found the um birthday but anyway yeah, um, that's fine Wrong so his estimate. parents were both seniors in high school when they met they fell in love and decided to get married at the age of just 19 oh damn so i know i'm 19 i'm 20 yeah damn that is impressive um, soon after which michael became a firefighter and they started a family together Cute. so michael was like a pillar of the community oh he's a spicy firefighter how yeah. hard so he was a firefighter he was the mayor at one stage Ooh. he um uh, fun fact, went to aid in 9-11. Was he happened? a Chad? Was he like a... 
Like one of those, I mean, like, um. I know what you're saying. Not a chat, but like one of the. That couple from high school where you're like, oh, yep, they're going places. Do you know what? Fuck though? you. You're gonna look at the photo and you'll be like, that's exactly who they are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll post a photo of them in the Instagram as well. But, um, they seemed like really happy. <laughs> that look you gave me. Were they? <laughs> Um, after having three children together, their marriage became strained, um, and they separated. Which happens sometimes, you yeah, know? Yeah, that does happen. That just, it just happens, but you, you I mean, wrong. look at my family. <laughs> so it's a little, it's a little different. <laughs> I mean, take away the murder, but, you know. Oh. Yeah. You just, I think that that's where the comparison should stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Madison was a troubled teenager and had a history of rebelling, um, he frequently partied and took drugs, also showing little interest in school. So he was just a rebellious teen, basically. Yeah. Um, he'd been warned by his parents, actually, that if he messed up again, they would get the juvenile courts involved. Right. So they told him, you mess up again, we're sending you to juvie. Valid. Fair. Yeah. Very fair. So that gives you a bit of an insight into what was going on in the family at that time. Yeah. So April had moved out. She was no longer living with them. And I believe that... Madison lived with his dad. Is right. what it seems. What you... time is this based in? Um, so this is when Madison was in his senior year. Yeah, I'm asking for like a decade or something. Um, no clue? 2016 is when this all went down. Okay, so we're so talking maybe recent. 90s, early 2000s? Well, uh, 2016 is when he was in his senior year. Madison. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right. so 2016 yeah. is when it all happened. Jesus, so if that? you hear banging and crashing and everything, I'm assuming it's the cats. I have five of them. It's either the cats or the boyfriend. Or yep. both. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to ask her either. <laughs> so this all went down in 2016. Yeah. This was when Madison was in his senior year okay. of high school. Right. Um, so the thing is with these mics is you can hear everything picking up too. Yeah. It's a small house, and I have a lot of cats. It's so. a very small house. Oh, well. You might also hear him screaming at the door, because he's very sad. I was about to say in. the exact same thing. Yeah. If you hear yeah. a cat screaming, it's okay. He's just having a tantrum. He's not dying. Because he's, he's not in here with us. He's just having a tantrum. Yeah. He can't come in. He's a but toddler. He very expensive equipment, and he's going to... Fuck with it. He does not have special awareness. No. <laughs> he's such a cutie, though. He is. He's like a newborn he's baby. So, oh he my lap while I was peeing earlier. He was very cute. Yeah, he's like a newborn baby. If you pick him up, he has to be like, he latches on. He has to be attached to you at all times, regardless of what you are doing. It's so, so cute. Yep. I love it. <laughs> that was such a little pilot cleanse. We haven't even gotten to like the worst part yet. <laughs> we just had divorce. Right? It's like juvie? No, talk about cats now. Oh, yeah. Great. On the afternoon of September 11th, 2016, Michael received a call from a concerned friend while at work saying their car. That's not the right word. Saying their child had oh. come home drunk from his house. Not sure what was going on, Michael returned home early from work to find his house trashed after his after a party his son had thrown while he was away. Oh no! Yeah, so he's just going. By the way, this was on a Sunday. This what was, about this was my- midday on a Sunday. <laughs> midday, <laughs> like from what you can gather, this was like 
midday on a Sunday because his dad was at work and he was like, let me throw a rager. Oh, fuck a rager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to say that Michael was not pleased was an understatement. <laughs> Michael shut down the party and called the police, stating that his 17-year-old son Madison had thrown a party with alcohol and drugs and asked them to bring him into police custody. Michael also told the dispatcher that he had handcuffed Madison's hands behind his back while he was waiting for the police to arrive. So he was not messing around. Okay, but my question is, where did he get the handcuffs? I mean, I assume... Sexy fireman. But they were divorced. I mean... I mean oh, right. <laughs> I feel as though they'd had issues with Madison before, so maybe... <laughs> and my question is really, like, if he did that... Was that... Wouldn't that be... Was he like, scared that Madison was going to be violent? Because he had had a, like, a streak of anger issues and, like, drugs and Yeah, but at the same time, that. if he did get the handcuffs with the intent to handcuff his child, wouldn't that be, to a degree, considered, you know, abuse? I guess, unless it's self-defense. Yeah. If you are concerned for your safety. But was there any point in time where he felt like Madison was going to attack him? Or well, I don't know. Else? I guess that would be what you would say. If the, But um, according to this, it is under the theory that Madison was on drugs at the time. Because he, yeah, uh, yeah. he had just thrown a party without drugs. Drugs make you drugs. aggressive. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I take it back. So yep. his father had come home. His house was trashed. His son had thrown a party with alcohol and drugs. Yeah. I guess under that assumption that Madison is also on drugs, he handcuffed him. Don't really know what drugs were used either, so... No, so this is just the, um, this is just the situation. Yeah. Apparently. Michael then called April and asked her to come over so they could discuss their son's behaviour because they didn't agree on much, but one thing they did agree on was their, um... Naughty, naughty son. Yes, their <laughs> dislike of his behaviour. As of late. When the deputy arrived at the home, he discussed the incident with Michael and April and they made the arrangement to bring Madison to the police station the following morning. Because, again, it was a Sunday. So they were like, you know, we'll bring him down to the station tomorrow morning. We'll get him processed through the juvenile courts. Because they had told him, you do one more thing, you're going to juvie. And that is what they were trying to do. They asked the police officer, how can we get him sent to juvie? Yeah. So they um, made an agreement to bring him down to the station the next morning. Anyway, Ooh, that look, okay. <laughs> Just 11 minutes later, the police received another 911 call, this time from a neighbour who said that Madison came over to their house talking frantically about his parents fighting, resulting in Michael pulling a gun on April. Oh. When the police arrived at the scene shortly after, they found both April and Michael lying on the floor of a bedroom with a gun in between them. Michael had a gunshot wound to the back of his head and was pronounced dead at the scene. April was still breathing and was taken to the hospital, but unfortunately passed away less than 24 hours later from severe head trauma. She also had a gunshot wound to her hand, later determined to be a defensive wound, as if she'd put her hands up. Right. When someone was pointing a gun at her. Yep. So I guess the question is, who did it? Well, there's obviously the son. Mm-hmm. But I know at the same time, you were talking to me this about it's this very, the other day, where yeah. it's... You're going to have you think no it's, idea what you're thinking. Yeah, you think it's one person and then... Yeah, okay. The police immediately looked into Madison as the main suspect. However, after questioning him, his story never changed. He told police that when his parents had gone to discuss his, his behaviour, they went into a bedroom and shut the door. When he heard his mother's call for help, he kicked in the door, saw, saw the altercation and ran to get help. The only possible inconsistency is that when asked if he heard the gunshot... 
Madison said he didn't hear it when the neighbours was only a few hundred metres away. Did the neighbours hear it? Yes. Okay. So... Adrenaline and, and they, drugs. I mean, they, re- they of... recreated the scene and there's no way that you couldn't have heard it. Right. Because gunshots echo. Like, you can hear them. Yeah, but again, but how smashed out of his mind is he? Well, he's... you don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of questions. He's here. no doubt mentally ill. He's on drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he's probably high off of fucking adrenaline. Well, yeah, so, I, I think it so. is somewhat believable to me. The Also, the other thing was that there was no sign of the door being broken. Oh, So, right. had he kicked in the door, he didn't break the door in the process. Maybe he exaggerated? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. That yeah. Qu- there's a lot of questioning things. So, if Mike... Let's talk about the gunshot wound. Yeah. If Michael had shot April and then himself, he would have had to place the gun upside down and angle it with his left hand around the back of his head. Which, at first glance, seems unlikely, seeing as Michael was right-handed. Right. And the gun shot wound was that he would have to, have to place his hand upside down and on an angle behind his head. Right. Which, if you're shooting yourself in the head, seems, at first glance, unlikely. Yeah. Especially due to him being right-handed. Due to Madison's history of uncontrolled anger and his disrespectful behaviour towards police throughout the investigation, he remained the prime suspect in the case. Recorded phone calls from jail revealed Madison asking if any of the girls in his life wanted to, quote, sleep with a murderer. (laughs) Which is stupid. Kids are so stupid. Oh my god. When pressed, he also told investigators that he gets, quote, easily agitated if he doesn't have access to marijuana and Adderall. Investigators believed that he was angry at his parents for wanting to put him into custody and this resulted in him killing them. Now with a motive, police believed this was the most likely scenario and Jesse Madison Holton was charged as an adult with the murder of both his parents. Yep. However, in October of 2018, the charges against Madison were dropped as there was not enough evidence to to prove that without a doubt, he was guilty. Wow, this case was really recent. Yeah. Let's go to the other side, shall we? Okay. When looking at the angle of which Michael was shot, it seems unlikely he could have done it himself. However, in an investigation where the scene was recreated, it's shown that when reaching behind the back of your head, the angle at which the gun was aimed is achieved naturally so let's do finger guns for a second if you reach behind your head your hand automatically turns upside down and it's a bit angled Ah. so at first glance they were like well it's in the back of his head it's angled really weird it's like upside down like that's they're thinking like well they're thinking Straight at the Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot straight. You guys can't see what we're doing. <clears throat> but they're thinking someone's shooting him in the back of the head. Okay, yeah. Madison. But when you reach behind your head, it the angle at which your hand aims is the angle at which he was shot. So it Take does... a shot if you're doing the hand position right now. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> so if you grab your finger, like in a, in, a, in a handgun sort of thing with your fingers, and you reach into the back of your head, it does automatically sort of do that angle yeah um the only thing is that he was right-handed but there is reports of him like i think that the um defense tried to say that he was ambidextrous so 
So that's another but was he? inconsistency. Yeah. Okay. So it's a bit hit or miss with yeah. what you can find. There was also a range of evidence collected at the scene because obviously you're thinking, well, DNA. Mm. That's going to show who did this. You'd think. It's pretty recent times. We've got DNA. Yeah. We've got forensic evidence. Like, surely that's going to help. There was also a range of evidence collected at the scene, most of which leans in favour towards Madison's story. The coroner reported that Michael had scratches on his face and his DNA was then found underneath April's nails, suggesting that there was a physical altercation between the two. Right. Madison's prints also weren't found in the gun, nor was there any gunshot residue on his hands. Her face right now. It wasn't revealed whether Michael's prints were found on the gun either, but the blood splatter at the scene also corroborated Madison's story, with there being blood on April, Michael, and the gun, but not on Madison himself. Yeah, that's sus. It is a bit sus. Um, another fact supporting Madison's story is that when the deputy left the Holton house the first time, Madison remained handcuffed. When police returned to the house after the second 911 call, Madison was still handcuffed. I'm sorry. You can't fucking... You can't... You can't... You can't call someone a murderer if they're in fucking handcuffs. Well, just wait. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Is there more? Did you want to hear what the prosecution said about this? Yes. Of course. Okay, okay. So he was still handcuffed. So you'd think... Death, he There's no fucking way. Okay. Unless he so, blind it from the ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The keys to the handcuffs were sitting on the table. So the theory is that for him to kill both his parents, he would have had to get his hands in front of him, unlock the handcuffs, shoot his parents, put his hands behind his back and put the handcuffs back on before running to the neighbours to get help. Maybe you could do that weird thing where you like dislocate your shoulder and like... So their theory was that he got his hands from behind his back in front of him. Yeah, like, you dislocate your shoulder yeah, and you're like... that's yeah. what they're saying. Damn. Yeah. So, it's theoretically possible. So then, you know, get him in front of you. Unlock yeah. them. Kill both your parents. Don't get any gunshot. But at the same time, there's gun. a lot of other evidence saying that... Yeah. Like, the yeah. blood splatter and the lack it of was gun residue. Gun. So, there, it, like, there is a theory that, like, he couldn't have got... But, like, you would think... But there no would gun be residue. Some, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot. It's not like it's just one or two just, like just pieces of evidence. Way, like there's more. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is motive. Why would Michael do it? Why would Michael I mean, it's pretty obvious with that one. Is it? Oh, not Michael, sorry, Madison. Yeah. Yeah. So Madison had a clear motive, which yeah. is what they were really going on. They were like driving that point home. He didn't want to go to Juvie, that's why he killed both his parents. Which now, um, if you didn't want to get, end up in juvie, I don't think that a double homicide is the way to go. No. But, um, you know. But each to their own. The kids are stupid, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but the next question is motive. Why would Michael do it? Why would Michael kill his ex-wife and then himself? Wait, hang on. I just, sorry, going back to something you said earlier, you said that he mentioned in like an interview or something that Madison, like quote unquote, said that he can't get by without was Adderall and marijuana. Yeah. So the drug he was taking was marijuana. Marijuana doesn't make you aggressive. And Adderall. Does Adderall make you aggressive? I don't know what Adderall is. I really. think it's you know what? I'll Google it on my phone. It's yeah. alright. You keep going. It's I it Adderall is a prescription drug. Yeah, yeah, I kinda gather. 
But yeah, those were, he said that he gets easily agitated if he's not on those two substances. Right. And he did have a lot of anger issues. So that's sort of what they were like going back to in the prosecution was that he was easily angered and his parents telling him that he was being sent to juvie the next morning just made him snap. So there wasn't anything about a toxicology report for him at the time. So, but there was, however, a toxicology report on the other on the two victims but we'll get into that. someone who is dependent on Adderall may be having trouble sleeping concentrating lack of motivation and feeling depressed irritable lethargic fatigued and uh, when it is removed from the body um abusing amphetamines like Adderall may raise the risk of aggression and suicide su- suicidal thoughts yeah so, so he yeah. was going through all of that okay so it yeah it does makes sense that he was having those issues and it could have been useful to the prosecution yep. to use that as well. Um, let's look at the motive. When looking further into April and Michael's divorce, the investigators discovered Michael was angry about April moving on and had even contemplated suicide before relating before relating to their separation. So she was moving on and he wasn't was not happy about it. He was right. having a difficult time with their divorce they were um, high school sweethearts, so... Well, I mean, yeah, like, she was his first love. I get that that's really hard. They had three kids together. Yeah. So, I mean, of course that's hard. So, an uncovered letter from Michael. They found, like, sort of, like, diary entries and, like, letters. Right. They um, recovered some of these. And one of them addressed to April read, quote, I just can't go on knowing you're with somebody else. I know you'll say I'm being selfish, but it was either me or the both of us. Which seems a little damning if you put it to against, like, what right. happened, you know? Yeah, that can be interpreted in, like, multiple ways. Yes, yes, exactly. And it was just, there was a few others showing his declining mental state as well. Yeah. But that was the one that, like, most related to this. It was just, yeah. So they looked at that and they were like, well, that looks a little, a little fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was also found to be on a range of prescription medications at the time, including tramadol, oxycodone, and hydrocodone, all of which can lead to impaired cognitive function. Yeah. Yeah. There's all opioids, and they're very powerful opioids as well. Yep. Yep. Weren't you on oxycodone? Oxycodone, but I was on oxycontin. It was a slow release. That's for, like, chronic pain. Right, yeah. Yeah. But all of those are very hard opioids so yeah and together is a lot yeah that sounds like a lot and along with having a declining mental state that's very dangerous so oh did you guys hear my hip pop (laughs) (laughs) my probably did pick it up yeah madison was released because there was not enough evidence to say that he did it they couldn't without a doubt say that he'd done it and Mm. honestly the forensic evidence suggests more his story than the letter anyway so yep. there was no way that they could keep him behind bars with the evidence that they had. Everything that they had was on the theory behind his motive and all that. It was not concrete. Yeah. Um, when referring to his time in prison for the murders, he said, I don't take it as lost time. I thought about my friends a lot when I was in jail, about what they were doing. I grew up a lot while incarcerated. I learned a lot in a good way. If I had been in school, I would have likely been partying, drinking and smoking. 
So since all of this happening, he has grown up a lot. He doesn't do any of the things he used to. Which, I mean, you do stupid things when you're in high school. Yeah. I mean, we all do. Maybe not people, to that extent with all of us. A lot of people do do this when yeah. like, they're that age and they have like a really rough period. And like I guess he was the oldest and his parents were going through divorce as well. Mental that's, health affects us all kid. differently. And so, drug addiction is no joke. No. So if he was going through all of that as well, like, and his parents had their own stuff going on, like, who knows what the dynamic was there. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't, that's not to say that he's a murderer. He was a shithead. Yeah. And he was very defiant when he was in custody. Just like, because there's murders doesn't always mean that they're guilty. Yes, exactly. Um, And... He, there was a lot of, like, videos of surveillance cameras in the police station of him, like, flipping off police officers and, <laughs> and that jail, like, that jail call where right, he asked yeah. if any of the girls that he'd been with were, like, asking if they, like, fucked a murderer. Right. Yeah. So there was a lot of things that you were like, mm, Right. Maybe don't do that if you're a suspect in a double homicide. But, but at the same know. time, it's kind of what you expect from a teenager on drugs. Well, at that stage, he would have definitely been going through withdrawals. Yeah. There's no way he's access to that in custody. No. So that would be even worse, really. And if he's anything like uh, the rest of us Gen Z millennials, that humour would be a coping mechanism. Well, he's, if you think, like, he's also coping with both of his parents. Yes. So, um... How traumatic would that be? mm, Yeah. When asked if he wanted to sue the sheriff and district attorney for false arrest, he said, quote, freedom is priceless. It's not about money. I just want to have a life again. So Madison finished his high school education at a local community college and is now currently, as of 2020, serving in the army. He did want to go to like university and study law to become a defense attorney to, oh, help, oh. attorney to help other people in his situation. Yeah. But he um, decided to serve in the military. And as of 2020, he was stationed on a base in Germany with his wife, Diana. I'm sorry. He can't be the murderer. See, I lean that way, but I was very conflicted when like, I can yeah. see how he would be, but at the same time, I'm looking at a, at a perspective of comparing him to Ted Bundy, who did study law. He didn't even look at the opportunity of, or like, even think about going to the army. When you go to the army, it isn't like, it isn't, oh, I'm doing this to better me and make me look better. Well, the other thing was, is it said in one source, I can't like verify this, but when it talked about him going to the army, it said that he'd previously that was something that he'd previously dreamed of doing and that his family also wanted him to do. Yeah. So that was something it seemed that he'd talked to his parents about and they were all excited for him to do that. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's also another way. He's done a lot of things in mem- like in memory of his parents. Yeah. Almost. And also a lot of his family backed him the entire way. Oh, that's I don't weird. think that the I couldn't find a single person in his family, and even in his parents, like his parents' family, in um, his mother's family, that yeah. that thought he did it. Yeah, not one of them thought he was guilty. So, and obviously they would know his history. That's his in, family. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they know his history in. No one knows you better behavior, than your family. But they also said, 
No, he didn't. They also stood by the fact that it was Michael who had. Right. Yeah. Because they, um, there was also sources where his family had known about his drug problem, but it was sort of kept under wraps and they didn't want to talk about it. Right. But they'd known that his mental health was declining after he split with April. Right. So I think that it was just that everything was going great and he'd sort of, I guess, relied on her for a long time. They'd mm. been together for a long time. They had a family together. And his mental health just went so downhill from there when they split up. Yeah. And I think that just her moving on brought it to a breaking point. I mean, your first love is always, like, not the hardest, but it's definitely hard to get over. Especially if you're married with three kids. Like, it's one thing to be, like, dating your first love for three months compared to, you know... 15 years and married and three kids and yeah that's that's a lot like you guys pretty much grew up together yeah that is a lot yeah i do understand that i do get it and mental health is scary it is really scary so i think look i also side with madison just because not from like like a motivation sort of like standpoint but just the evidence, like, just looking yeah, the at evidence. the evidence, there's only two things that possibly don't corroborate his story. Is that, one, he d- didn't hear the gunshots, and that can be explained away. Like, it seems improbable, but, like, this. It can. Like, it's kind of plausible, plausible if you look at the fact that, like, if you're looking at it as adrenaline, drugs, alcohol, all in his system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I think that that is plausible. It, it raises questions, but it's, pl- it's, it's plausible. When he ran over to the neighbours, he was also handcuffed. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't like he was just handcuffed when they got there, when the police got there. Like, yeah. he was handcuffed when he ran for help. There was multiple al- alibis. Yeah. So, yeah. the thing is, is that he would have had to... And also, it was 11 minutes later... That he ran to get help. Oh, yeah, you didn't say that part. No, I did. You did? Yep, just what? 11 minutes later. Dude, it's, it's fucking late. Like, I'm tired. There's a documentary. It's 12.16 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> There's a documentary called 11 Minutes, I believe. Okay. On this. Yep. Right. Which is because it was 11 minutes later. Oh, um, right, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, is it a knockoff of um, 60 Minutes? <laughs> no, no, no. The um, deputy left... The house, and then 11 minutes later, they received a 911 call to come back to the house saying that there had been an altercation between Michael and April. That was probably in that that time, they were also having the like the parents were having the conversation with Madison about the juvie, and then you said that they sent him off and they went to a room separately. Yes, so that can be that time can be See, filled. I can look at that either two ways like it's a very quick thing 11 minutes is not a lot of time no so 11 minutes for them to get into an altercation and for them to him to shoot her and then himself seems like a short amount of time but it also seems like a short amount of time for Madison to unhandcuff himself and then go kill both his parents in a way that makes it look like because then you have to think of the thing 
Again, yeah. well drugged out and... But he would have had to make it look like a, a murder-suicide if he was doing yeah. that. If he was going with that plan all along, then he would have had to, in that 11 minutes, unhandcuff himself, kill both his parents in a way that makes it look like a murder-suicide, and then get handcuffs back on again and run to the neighbor's house for help. Yeah. The thing that gets me the most is the DNA under April's nails. Yeah. Because why would she have had DNA under why her nails? Why would she be crawling at clawing at him? Why would she have his DNA under her nails if they weren't in a fight? Like if there yeah. wasn't an altercation of some kind going on there? She wouldn't just attack someone who wasn't attacking her. No, she would be doing it out of self-defense. She would be attacking the person attacking her. Yes. So I'm sorry. In my mind, it leads more towards Madison not being the murderer. Yeah. It, um... But, no, it does seem like some sort of, like, Romeo Juliet thing. I'm going to kill you, and I love you so much, I'm going to kill myself. Well, that's what... And the thing is, there's also those letters, and there's a lot of letters that have that theme behind them, and then there's that specific one. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah. It's, there's so much evidence, like, the blood splatter being on everything else but him. Yeah. Which would make sense if he wasn't there when the gun was fired. Yeah. Because he would he said that he was running to help running for help while the gun was fired because yeah. he didn't hear the gunshots. But if you were there and you shot both your parents, you wouldn't have a speck of blood on you? Not one? Mm. That's what gets me the yeah. most. Is that and there's no gunshot residue on his no. hands. It didn't. It didn't say anything about gunshot residue on Michael. I'm not yeah. sure I couldn't find anything about that. But what I do know is that there was none on Madison. Madison. Yeah. Something sus. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And his fingerprints weren't found in the gun. Either. Sorry. I'm sorry, but that's hard evidence, right there. Yeah, you can't. Like just you can't lie that. with that. Like that evidence, like that doesn't. The lie. only thing is that, like, the door wasn't broken. So Madison says that he broke the door. Like he, like he kicked open the door. I mean, but it says like he kicked open the door. Not that he broke it open. Say it wasn't shut properly. It wouldn't have broken to open. That and it's not like he could open any door no, he, any other the way. Because he hand, kicked open the door is because he was handcuffed. handcuffed. Yeah. So if he just kicked open the door, that doesn't mean that the door was locked. And or he that he like it down. or that he like forced it open or like broke the wall what on the other side. Was that he kicked open the door? Because he didn't have his hands. Yeah. yeah. That so, can be um, interpreted a lot of ways. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah, what do you please. guys think happened? Do you think that he got away with murder? The, um, the sheriff in the documentary thinks that he got away with murder. And he's confident that wow. he's going to get him put away from murder again. Okay. Yeah, so he's like, no, he did it. Um, another thing that Madison was also saying the entire time was he was very upset that he couldn't go to um, homecoming <laughs> because he was in um, prison fucking for murder, <laughs> which is again really stupid. And but like that's not making you a mur like it's stupid and it's insensitive, but it's not. But at the same guilty. time, as a teenager, little things like that mean the world to you. Yeah. I was so, upset. I didn't go to go to, go to prom and I was very yeah, upset. Yeah, but I, I made you That was prom. so cute though, yeah. yeah. No, I did like do a prom thing, but yeah. 
It's... Why do you not have a band-aid on that? Because it came off when I was washing my hands. Oh. I um cut my hand uh, the other day, uh, yesterday, from um, cutting ice cream with a steak knife. Guys, you have full permission to go after her and her <laughs> stupidity. She called me yesterday. She was like, I cut my hand. Well, no, you texted me. Yeah. It was bleeding a lot, actually. It's actually pretty deep. Um, you was so fucking stupid. My, I woke up this morning, my hand was like numb. Not on my fingers, but just my thumb and down my wrist. And it took a while for it to be normal again. Yeah. Anyway. We're gonna move on before dead. I. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna move on before I actually like eat something at you. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Just square at your head. <laughs> we both know my aim can do it as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Terra Astralis Podcast. It's same handle on TikTok. Astralis underscore Terra on TikTok. I t- believe so. I really Twitter? should check that. You really should. Um, we'll yeah. link it in the description or Astralis something. Astralis Terror. It's either Astralis Terror or Astralis underscore Terror. Neither or. On Twitter. Us. Just look for the profile picture. Yep. If you guys have any terror tales, so any of your own little haunting stories from your own hometown or your house even, or any serial killers or murder cases you want us to cover Conspiracy. or conspiracies, email us at terrorastralispodcast at gmail.com. Follow that not that's not canon productions on Instagram and if you want to help support us, maybe look into their Patreon because that helps support all of the podcasts under their umbrella. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. later down the track we'll get a Patreon if that's something that you guys would like. Help us pay back these mics. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, the audio audio quality is definitely oh, worth it, but fuck investment. my wallet hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a good investment in the long run. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's already a good investment. Yeah. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Anyway, yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the episode. What do you guys think? Because yeah. we're torn. I mean, I'm going to say we're torn, but like, I kind of know. Yeah. I have my opinion, at least. That's my opinion. Don't know anything for a fact. Yeah. But. No one does. I mean, in terms of the law, he was let, he was released because there wasn't enough. He was not guilty. Um, innocent until proven guilty? Yes. Yep. Yep. Although a lot of people get away with really nasty shit, so I never really believe that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot here that uh, is a bit conflicting. And it's been so going in my mind But so as long. a teenager, I mean, I know that he's now, uh, he's going to be studying law, so he is smart. But at the same time... He wanted to, but he didn't end up doing that. Oh, okay. He ended um, up going to the military because that's what he, sort of like, his well, parents wanted him to do as well. Okay, well, if he goes down later on in the track, we know that he's intelligent. Mm-hmm. But for a teenager to think that all out... Oh, sorry, a teenager under the influence... Under the influence... Um, yeah. drugs. And uh, with Luckily very drugs. bad mental problems. Well. Like, 
It yeah. just had a party, so he was likely drunk and on drugs. Yeah. Because they were both present at the party. I'm sorry, like a teenager... I mean, he might be able to plan that. It's it, very quick but thinking, like, though. Very quick thinking. And if it was planned over a long period of time, I'm sorry, that... I don't see it. I really don't see it. Oh, no, because, anyway. Yeah. We've already gone into this. What do you guys think? <laughs> yes. Please tell us on the post we'll be posting for this episode yeah. um, on our Instagram. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Bye, Terrace. Bye.